All right, peeps, we're back. As always, I'm your host, Lee Bentz, and thank you so much for joining us for our podcast edition of the AEW Insider. First, AEW. Sammy Guevara of the Inner Circle actually had the balls to say that he wants his YouTube show to be more popular than the Young Bucks and Omegas being the Elite show. I like Sammy. I've watched both their shows. I'm subscribed to them, but he's smoking crack. Unless Omega and the Bucks are too busy and they end being the elite, it don't never happen, bro. WWE News. On Monday Night Raw last night, I swear a Viking Raider shit his pants. At the end of the match, he climbed the rope to do a backflip, and there was a legit huge brown stain right on his ass crack. It was insane. Also, May Young contestant and NXT star Diana Perrazzo made her main roster debut, but she did lose to Asuka. A fan in the audience also taped her best friend forever and soon-to-be Mrs. Zack Ryder, Chelsea Green, a.k.a. The Hot Mess, on Raw also. She said that she was the best part of the show. She actually got tapped out by Charlotte Flair, and that match is supposed to air next week on their taped Christmas episode. Well, on my podcast, I said that the ladies' match at TLC was brutal. So brutal, in fact, that Kari Sane has suffered crazy multiple injuries. The same injuries that almost made her retire when she wrestled in Japan. She went on the internet and gave a thumbs up saying that she was okay, but it doesn't seem that way. She hasn't been cleared to wrestle, and they have removed her from future wrestling events, which is crazy. Alistair Black has been cleared to wrestle, though, so he will be back. Well, WWE is definitely trying to get CM Punk in the ring again, and they want him to go against the rattlesnake Stone Cold Steve Austin. They tweeted out an image of CM Punk and Steve Austin with the caption, There are few bigger dream matches in WWE history than CM Punk and Steve Austin. Who would have won if they ever locked up? Never one to be a loss for words, CM Punk replied with a simple gif. It was a gif of himself sitting on a WWE stage, waving at the camera from the same night he dropped the infamous pipe bomb live on Raw. Now that match would be fucking epic. Let's hope they pay these boys enough money and get them in a ring. I know they definitely will, especially for a Saudi show or Mania. Keep your fingers crossed, peeps. Corey Gray's big mouth has gotten him into trouble once again. This time it's with none other than a human suplex machine, Taz. Corey Gray tweeted a picture of current Raw commentators Samoa Joe and Vic Joseph with the caption that they're new and improved compared to Taz and Michael Cole. Well, that didn't sit well with Taz. He replied, gee whiz, new and improved? I wish them the best of luck. But if they are a duo after years of shows, then it's a fair comparison. Michael Cole and I battle for every opportunity as a team. And jokes are funny when pulled on someone who doesn't work there anymore. Therefore, if it's a joke, I'm not in on it. I don't appreciate being the brunt of a joke from a current announcer, especially with such a big social media following that Corey Grays have. I'm out here, he's not. He wants content for his podcast that WWE handed him. Meanwhile, Corey Grace has every possible resource from WWE to succeed with that podcast. Yet he has to try to be the hot, controversial, outspoken podcast jock and coming at me. Try harder. Brother, please.
which Corey Gray simply reprised, I won't discuss your inability to take a joke. You should get a podcast. It's fun, which is a slap in the face because Taz has a podcast. It's very popular, and he's been doing it for years. Corey Graves is turned out to be such a douche on the Internet. As I reported, Primo Cologne and Robert Rude were suspended for 30 days for failing a drug test. Well, Cologne took to online and gave his side of the story. He said, I was not on the road with the company. I was not scheduled for any event in the near future. I am in Puerto Rico when they called me suddenly. Not to use me, but to travel to do a doping test. I was ready to do it, but I told them that I was in Puerto Rico and I was willing to go to a local place that they chose to test me without any problems or discomfort. I was not going to pay for a trip just to get tested for doping. I didn't hear anything from the company and I thought they were going to call me when they found a place to do the test. Almost two months passed and I get a letter that I'm suspended, according to them because I refused to take the test. That is not correct. They took it as if I was not out of the country, but I was available and I just denied it. I don't want them to say I failed the test because that's totally false and incorrect. They usually do their doping tests at events. Someone collects the urine of wrestlers, employees, referees, and they do your evaluation once a month. I did not test anything positive. I was in Puerto Rico. I have to clarify that I was available, and it's because my reputation is worth more than any check they can pay me. I'm under contract with them until October 2020. They have the facilities to call me and use me if they want. If they don't use me, then I'll still get paid regardless. They are using new guys, and that's how the industry goes. It's basically like sitting on a bench and not playing when you're a kid in softball. All right, peace. We're going to take a break real quick. We got to pay the bills. Remember to check us out on all major podcasting platforms, YouTube and Facebook under the AEW Insider and on Twitter under the AEW Insider One. I'll be right back with some more awesome wrestling news. All right, peeps, let's finish up the show. Rey Mysterio did an interview recently and was asked about his son, Dominic. They asked him, when will Dominic make his debut? He said, I'm hoping my son could be ready by next year. I hope we get a chance to see him in 2020. I'm just excited as the fans are to see him step into the ring and have an official match. So let's hope it's by the end of 2020. They asked if Dominic was going to use the Mysterio name. I definitely would love for him to carry on the Mysterio name, but it'll be up to him if he wants to wear the mask or not. I think he's very well identified right now the way it is. And they asked him about sharing the ring with his son. I most definitely would love to share the ring with them properly in a tag team match or the verse three, but I definitely want to potentially share the ring with them one day. I think after that happens, I could retire peacefully and say that getting to share the ring with my son was the best feeling in the world. And now on to some random news. I did report last week that Killer Cross went to AAA Wrestling and joined the faction, you know, the Mexico chapter called the Ungovernables. Well, Sin Cara is already a part of that group. Sin Cara has a 90-day clause in his contract like anybody else released by the WWE that they'll keep getting paid, but they can't work anywhere else for three months or appear on TV. WWE seen him appear at that event and seriously consider suing the guy who plays Sankara. His name is Jorge. Sankara heard about that. He changed his ring name to Cinta de Oro, which is the name of the wrestler who was his idol growing up who has passed away. Well, that wrestler's sister heard of what Sankara did and she's thinking about suing him because she owns the right to her dead brother's names. Shit's getting crazy. 
Also, WWE's recently fired tag team, The Ascension, has announced its first bookings. They will be doing WrestleFest events in the near future. It starts in March, when their 90-day clause is up. Sankara should actually take a page out of their book and follow the fucking contract. And there have been numerous Chris Benoit documentaries over the years that have never seen the light of day due to Vince and other factors. While Vice on YouTube, they have that show Dark Side of the Ring. They're covering the story, and Chris Benoit's wife, Nancy Benoit's sister, tweeted this. Vice, we did it. It's coming soon. How do you heal a family when murder and hate is involved? Well, your sister, Nancy Benoit, leads the way. I love you, Chris Jericho, for giving me my nephew back. Chris Jericho seen that tweet, and he replied, That's fucking heavy. Breathing in, man. I said the breathing in part. All right, peeps, I had to wrap this up real quick because I had to go pick my daughter up. I love you guys. Show us some love. I will be back tomorrow or in like a day or two with some great wrestling news. Remember, listen to the podcast. Check out the YouTube. Hit me up if you want to hear anything. Be a guest on the show. Tell me I suck. Tell me you love me. Whatever. All right, we'll be back. Remember, AEW Insiders. Ciao, peeps. (laughs) 